0: Let's see. What did I say last week? Um, <laughs> yep. Welcome back to the team podcast. Episode number three. Here we are. This episode is actually a very unique episode. And um, it definitely wasn't planned. But um, last week sometime. I forgot. What was the date? I don't remember. It was on Thursday. Thursday that uh well uh, we've been telling you guys for a few weeks that me Bo, gabe adrian we're gonna go head out and do a video shoot for the women's uh cca board and um so we had to go do that on thursday and then on the way there or we actually we had to meet at the chapel at seven time we met at seven and uh then as we were packing we were like hey we got do we have all have headphones put your headphones on hit record and let's do a podcast so um kind of some cool things that we're going to go over uh, really leadership uh tips not tips but just literally leadership insights that the lord's shown us obviously uh adrian always kind of hitting a lot of leadership uh, things to us as a team and so we kind of cover a little bit of things um we there is a Maybe just one accident that almost happens, uh, maybe two. Uh, so just stay uh, tuned. Uh, the quality is gonna be a little bit different, especially on my AirPods, but it is what it is. Uh, let's get into it, to the team. Alrighty guys, well, here we are. We are on, and uh, this one's definitely weird. This one's different. You guys told me this morning you're like, forget it, dude. You're, you're striving in this idea came, But whatever, we all have headphones.
1: No, I said you're striving, Cameron.
0: All right. Well, yeah. Sometimes you gotta strive a little bit. Just a little bit. Nobody's striving in this this group. Cameron. Dude, this like van you. is striving. Oh yeah. This oh, van, this is van needs to be
1: taken to the junkyard. <laughs> this is the van that Chuck says if it's dying, let it die. Like this van should have been dead. Like no, years No, this ago. band has
2: like a kitty cat. has nine lives. This thing never
0: dies. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's got to be on the 10th live. It's got to be life. on the 10th. 10th.
2: Lonnie has like a frequent flyer card for getting this thing repaired.
0: Look at all those badges. <laughs> dude, achievements, oh, yeah. dude. You got the power door. You got
2: the... No, fluid. my door I was fluid. unlocked. I was ready to fly Change. out on the freeway.
0: Yeah, you, got um, you got everything you need in this van. All right. So, I mean, this podcast is definitely open-ended. This is gonna go anywhere left and right um Adrian already pretty much said all the bad words so i wait to the Sandy bar
2: well give me some cleanser and clean my mouth yep.
0: yeah uh, speaking of cleansing we had we had a raid this band this morning too it was a infestation yeah, a mass
1: <laughs>
0: there was a jits man on the vivo too, too really. but um alright well Adrian I know your favorite topic is leadership
2: you know what's really cool is that you know god raised up a team so that we can do cool stuff like we're going to do today and because of the fact that you know we have a huge opportunity within our team to grow you know because without growth you know we're all going to be in the same place that we were yesterday and it's really humbling like when somebody asks any of us a question in regards to like you know where are you at versus where you were a year ago perhaps a year ago, we would say, you know, that, yeah, we have growth, we have growth when compared to a year ago, but I would challenge us even further, like, do we have daily growth? Because if we're not growing daily, you know, then there's no evidence or fruit in the ministry as to how God's leading us. You know, so my heart and desire for me, myself, you know, for those who I have an influence over, as well as, you know, within our own team, because all of us are leaders, God has given us that unique Uh, gift and ability and influence within uh, our own spheres, which is really, really neat because we have a growing team. We have a a ministry that loves doing things that are new. And because of that, naturally, people want to be a part of a group that they see that there is um, passion, that there's a desire to do things beyond our abilities because as a leader, we all have limited abilities. But the way that we grow is just to continue to seek the Lord, humble yourself before Him, because when it comes to technology, people think in our department, our group, that we're like experts, in, you know, in everything for whatever reason, like if it plugs into the wall, these guys must know how to fix it, they must know how to use it, magician. yeah, magicians, that wave your magic wand, you know, like, and that's not true at all, you know, and, but as a leader, our desire is to grow each and every day, because if we're not growing, then you're going backwards, If you're going backwards and that's a really bad place to be even as a just a Christian alone I mean you want to keep growing you want to keep looking at yourself in humility of where are the areas that I fall short and what are the areas Lord that you want to do a work in my life
0: yeah so okay so with like leadership like talk about that real quick is like where like where'd you learn the core of leadership
2: You know, I I had a privilege of working under um, somebody years ago that really just kind of took me under his wing and let me learn through failures, you know. And and one thing as a leader, you began to, like, you you began to see the areas that you fall short. And if you're humble about it, we fall short in so many different areas, whether it's time management or whether it's just, you you know, me just being a good steward of the resources that are around me and your desire is like, Lord, show me those examples in my daily reading of those areas that I can ask myself, is there a lesson to be learned here, to be taught, as to how I can be a better leader at home? How can I be a better leader at work? And then naturally, as God enables us, that if we have those opportunities to influence other people, then you have really an open door to be able to display leadership. That's through our attitude. That's through the way that we talk to people. That's through the way that we listen when people have a request or they have a problem and we're there to try to help and bring sometimes a technical solution as to how something can be resolved. You know, and that's a place for all of us. Like we're constantly, you know, listening to something that needs to be done or something that needs to be improved, you know, and, and are we those types of leaders where we're willing to listen? Willing to take other people's thoughts into consideration as to how we go about accomplishing the work of the Lord. So you know, an, another aspect of growing as a leader is to read leadership books. Now that's not something that always people like, especially when you start recommending like a secular leader, um, you know, book, you know, from some sort of author that somebody doesn't like. You know, we had somebody in our group. Let's be honest, we had somebody in our group years ago that's no longer with us today, and he was a hundred percent against. Any sort of like secular leadership books, or at least ideas or concepts that would help us to be better project managers, or, or just uh, people that do a better job of. just hey, we want names, man. Mapping out our <laughs> day. Well, his name was Cameron, but he's not like this anymore. Uh, we love him, but God bless him, and hopefully he doesn't fall. But, but no, seriously, like on a serious note, like if you want to grow as a leader, there's nothing stopping you but you. You're the only person in the way, you know, because you can start your day by Lord use me. Okay, cool. Here's an opportunity for me to be used. And my attitude, am I willing? Do I have, do I have an attitude of willingness? Do I have a, an attitude of being humble? And, and I'll do whatever's being asked of me. If somebody says, sweep the floor or you know, vacuum the hallway. I mean, what's your attitude towards anything? It's all serving the Lord, no matter what. Whether you're at home or whether you're at work. So if you have leadership abilities then my advice to anybody listening to this podcast is that cultivate those gifts that God has given you. Use the gifts that God has given you in such a way that honors God, but it also enables you to be in a place where you can do whatever is being asked of
1: you. Like that, like that guy
2: on the motorcycle going 100 miles an hour. He's going to go see the Lord in a few minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's not afraid. To see That's you. the way Cameron drives in his Nissan. <laughs> I hope uh, you guys heard that on the podcast. But a motorcycle <laughs> passed us up, going about 100 miles an hour. We're now on the 55, yeah, and where are we going from here? Do you know, boss? Uh, 55 to 73 South. Get off with McCarthy. Oh, that's a toll road. Yes, that's right. Oh, Who's paying for the toll road? The boss. Obviously. Uh, Gabe Gabe's got money now that he's married.
3: I got money now that I'm married.
2: He's poor. Right. Anybody want to donate, like a Patreon page for him? Yeah.
0: Well hey, it's not going to take a picture of my face. <laughs> uh, Alright, I was going to ask the question to Gabe, but I'm going to ask the question to Bo first because if not, he's probably going to fall asleep. So <laughs> Bo, can,
1: I'll stay awake in the car ride if I want to stay
2: awake. Yeah, sure. so, no, he's a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's a professional sleeper. That's and awesome. he snores he's like a grizzly things. bear. Yeah, I knew Last bad. week I had a yeah. yell at him telling him to be quiet.
1: All right, so Bo, uh, leadership—like, what's what's the what does that mean to you? Uh, I think it means a lot. I think first and foremost, um, we'll never be the leader we're supposed to be if we're not being the follower that we're called to be. Um, ultimately, you know, just the things that Adrian was sharing before about growing, about um, being able to listen—I think those are huge uh, things that will influence the quality of a leader. A big part, yeah, like we were talking about earlier, just being able to reflect and being able to uh, have that uh, introspection, just uh, look into your life, ask God to search your heart. And I think in that process of asking God to search your heart, it's easy to get stuck there. It's easy to get stuck in the place of we're just looking at all the things that need to be fixed. And we're looking so deep within that we forget and we miss out on all the things that God is doing outwardly, All the things that God is doing around us Um, it is important to you know be a good steward and make sure we're doing our best to grow every day but I think those days that we mess up those days that we like flesh out those days where we know we didn't grow today um, I think those are important moments that God will use to bring you back to where he wants you Um, I think more importantly rather than trying to I guess uh, be more than just trying to like because it's easy to measure growth with uh, numbers with um, how productive you are but I think more importantly God wants to measure our hearts and on how our heart is growing closer to him how our heart is growing in love Uh, only God can measure that and only we can know the whether or not that's growing whether or not that's decreasing that's if that's on us like Adrian was saying like we're our biggest hindrance to us becoming the leader we're supposed to be us becoming the leader God has called us to be Uh, I think it's Tozer who says uh, you can have as much of God as you want I think that's a pretty heavy statement especially considering like God's call to leaders uh, God's call to all of us um, you know for us to lead we got to be able to follow I think it's just important that Um, As a leader we also remember we're servants Um, It's easy to be it's easier to be a boss than a leader. It's easier to You know make someone do this or that to delegate a task but to be there with the people and Understanding that God has called us to serve not to be served but to serve others uh, that really requires that we um, Pick up the cross the the dying of self the The death to flesh. It's just allowing God to work in your life in all areas. I think a big part of leadership is just being able to submit to the Lord. Um, Understanding that you're in no shape or you're in no place to lead if you're not able to follow. I really think that's a huge uh, building block to good leadership. Just being able to follow. I mean, you look at David... You know he's known as a man after God's own heart one of the greatest kings of Israel and you know he was just a, a sheep following a shepherd And I think we have to remember that that's that's what we are you know God is our good shepherd God is the one who leads God is the one who guides and as God leads us as God guides us it does give us an example it does give us a picture of what to follow and how to lead others but ultimately, we miss out on all of that if we're not following God. Uh, if that's not our first priority, if that's not our first intent, I think it's easy to get sucked in into the task, into the things that we're supposed to do. But, you know, the one who gives us the task is far more important. Our relationship with the one who gives us the gift is far more important than the gift itself. So, um, yeah, kind of I like, rambled um, on there.
0: But I like kind of the picture that, uh, you know, you I can see, you know, we've, we've all seen like this image or whatever, but is there's like a boss, right, where it's literally just giving tasks and just, here, go do this, go do that. And then there's a leader, you know, who is, who you know, is in front a lot of times or whatever, right, and is giving those orders, but is also there. And then there's times where like, you know, the leader has to give a task and they can't be there or whatever that type of thing, but for the most part, you know, a, a real leader like wants to be there a real leader wants to be in it and, and doing and taking care of it with uh, the team um, I think hey uh, Gabe you can kind of talk about this like what what makes a leader like cause you know we're, we're always telling our team like you guys are leaders um, but like you know they probably look at us and be like no you guys are the leaders <laughs> you know like you guys are the podcast you guys you going know, to tell us what to do
3: no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I think one thing, one big thing that makes a leader get is get off here. Oh, really? Oh, get off right here. What did you say? He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to hit ah! You really want me to do it? Look at that. You're going to cut everybody off because this, guy's this is a leader,
1: out. guys. I ain't on. doing it, dude. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. Just go right here. Here you go. Slow down.
3: Uh, uh,
2: oh, man, it, we got it, the it honks. I got the boss I'm just following my leader
3: back here
2: (laughs) I told Gabe get off of McCarthy no I thought you were pointing (laughs) at (laughs) Gabe we
1: thought you were just making fun
0: (laughs) yeah tell me alright so you're gonna make
2: a left on Bonita Canyon hey
0: so that wasn't a toll road yet that is that is but
2: see right there it says it starts at the next section oh nice now I can now I can use that anyways anyways I think
3: uh <laughs> <laughs> that's an edit yeah <laughs> we're all gonna die
2: we're all gonna die no I like edits um I'm always telling Cameron, edit that out <laughs> uh,
0: yeah so what uh, like makes a leader like we encourage the team but they are leaders oh. yeah
3: I think a big part of leadership is not how much you know not the knowledge you know behind the camera the knowledge you know um you know in the video room or in the recording room uh a big part of leadership is the willingness of your heart. I like what Bo said. Le- leaders are um, servants. Leaders are the first servants. You know, um, even, even uh, if I were to go a little secular here, um, when I first started to begin uh, building my leadership traits, my parents had sent me, while I was 14, had sent me to this little um, thing in Camp Pendleton, the Marine Corps base, Camp Pendleton, for two weeks. And in this little boot camp, you learned a lot about secular leadership. And it was leadership by challenge. And, you know, so you were sweating and you were like, you would cut yourself up because you're like going through all this courses or you're constantly running and your feet would get blisters. And then you'd have little classes and courses. And I think the world's leadership is fear me. You know, a lot of the world's leadership. I'm not saying all of them but is respect by people fearing you. And you're able to lead them in that way. You know, um, if I'm a bit of a history bust, so I'll, I'll go here. Like, Hitler, greatest leader. I believe one of the greatest leaders in the world, but he was evil. And he used leadership by fear, right? And um, I think that that's where a lot of the world's leadership is, and that's how I learned initially my leadership, and leadership was... If you're going to tell someone to do something, you got to be able to do it as well. But you're going to tell them to do it. You know, you're the boss. You're in charge. So when I became a Christian and I started reading it, I was really shocked to to see that the the leaders were the servants of who they were leading. You know, if the people wanted water, the leaders had to go get the water. If people wanted food, the leaders had to go get the food. The leaders had to had to um manage the complaints of the people you know in a, in a secular secular environment you have other people to do that you you have a you have a a different type of team and uh we know in Moses he created his team of leaders right but in in the secular world when they create teams no one's a leader there's one leader and if maybe you have two other leaders below you but there is a lot of good things to take as far as, um, yeah, in, in part of the secular world, if you're a leader, you got to be able to do what your people, what you're demanding your people up, you know, and that's one of the biggest thing is if I were to ask, let's say, Brad or anyone else, hey, can you do this? I got to be able to know how to do that. You know, that's one big thing I took with me is I'm not going to ask Brad, hey, Brad, can you man this camera? but not be able to know how to man the camera myself. But I think when I did become a Christian, I was really surprised that, um, like both said, leadership was the willingness of the heart. And you don't learn that. You don't learn that in a secular world. And, um, I guess I'll, 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 like kind of wrap it up in my conclusion here is that, um, the, in Corinth, um, they're doing great things and you, you see it they're doing real great things They're they were striving and they had all this works but no no leadership and then when a leader did come when a leader did come he said they were like sounding brass you know if, if you're a leader or you're a servant in any way then you're a leader but if you're just doing works to strive and build up your own character and build up all these different things in yourself then you're you're nothing, and I mean I mean nothing—not in a good standpoint. I mean nothing as in nothing, because what you're doing is not glorifying God in any way. Leaders always glorify God, you know. Leaders always point to Christ and point other people to Christ without acknowledging themselves, without I would say, you know, pointing anyone to themselves without eh, without them saying, "I know it, everything." This is why I'm a leader. I know everything. No, leadership is not you knowing everything. Leadership is your willingness.
2: I think a great example of of a good leader, because Bo mentioned, um, Gabe mentioned Hitler, um, is Jesus. When you go to the Gospel of John, chapter 13, you see the classic story and the classic um, Scripture verses of when Peter will not allow Jesus to wash his feet. And as Jesus gives us that template to be a servant, as Jesus was serving them, you see servant you see that servant leadership being displayed to us. You know, so when we look at that chapter and we read those verses, we realize that, man, I need to be a servant like the Lord. He served. You know, and he gave us that greatest example of dying to self and for God's glory, as Cape said. So, you know, that's for us we gotta look at scripture as that framework that we need to follow so that we can be a good faithful servant especially for us because we're staff and we have such a huge influence with with uh, volunteers who are those who don't get paid as we get paid to do our jobs but um, <laughs> but you know the thing for us is they hired someone else. is that we gotta show a good You know, a a good display, a good example to others as to what we're willing to do, which is everything. There isn't anything that we're not willing to do. You know, Gabe said something key is being able to lead by example and give others, you know, a task to do. We have a lot of great, amazing servants that just want to be led. You know, give me direction, tell me what you want me to do, where you want me to go, and I'll do it. You know, and that's that's a blessing for me as it is for all of us that it's rare that we give you know out some direction to somebody and they're not willing you know to take the ball and run with it that's that's a huge evidence of within the ministry that their hearts are right you know so if our hearts are right then we're willing to do the menial task as well as you know the bigger task whatever it is that we're not above you know whatever those things might be
0: yes what's so cool is like through these podcasts um these themes are always coming back, and it's just it's just the Lord wanting to do such amazing work in our team. And uh, these themes are always always talk about leadership, always talk about servanthood. But one thing that is always brought up is I'm blessed by it, is willingness. You know, we always talk about willingness, um, and I was I've shared this before on I think it was a like Trevor show or whatever. Um, was Dale said this one time was we can't go to all the events you know like you're not like at a church like this there's so many events and you're not going to be able to go to all of them but like are you is your heart in it and are you willing uh, to be there you know if needed and so um, we'll talk about like willingness like what is that like how have you (laughs) willingness (laughs) no. <laughs> you said my
1: name? Yeah. I really did not hear you. I'm awake. You can check the footage. Um, no, I think it's easy to talk about willingness. It is a lot harder to walk that willingness. Uh, yeah, and sometimes be awake. And I, it must be hard for Cameron to just speak up a little bit. I, I can, um, no, he just knows he doesn't want his voice to crack and then he's going to have to do an extra edit. Yeah. That's he wasn't willing Are to you do that.
2: Cameron's lazy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> not No,
1: I would never. Um That's no, I think uh, it. I think willingness um <laughs> the biggest thing I think that will affect our willingness is just understanding how willing the Lord was to serve us. Like the story that Adrian mentioned prior it's about Jesus washing our feet, um, I think for us to be willing we have to understand all that Christ did for us. Um, he was willing to, He knew what awaited Him at the cross, He knew what He was to face, He knew what was to come, and um, Hebrews 12:2 will say, um, for the joy that was set before Him He endured the cross. I think that's a crazy thought that Jesus knew everything that was about to happen but he endured it because he knew that it brought him joy to know that the suffering that he was to face, he was willing to suffer, he was willing to go through, you know, such immense trial, but he knew it was going to benefit our sakes. I think as a leader, we we must be willing to go through whatever it is in order to serve others. Um, You know, I think, uh, I know people always give me, Uh, they hate when I relate stuff to movies, Um, but I was watching uh, Togo the other day. I don't know if you guys know about that movie, but um, it's these sled dogs um, that are essentially used to deliver a vaccine, to deliver this serum to this one uh, area in Alaska. There's this huge storm, and no plane can fly in, no helicopter or anything, no vehicle can get in so they have to use sled dogs Um, but there's this picture that's illustrated Uh, this guy was willing to charge into the storm because he knew that it was in order to save lives and I think we can look at all the suffering, all the disappointments all the hard things that we go through and we forget that this is going to someday benefit someone, this is going to someday be used to minister to the heart of one of God's one of God's children and I think uh just being willing to go through whatever it is I mean ultimately the hardest thing that we ever experience in this life the worst thing that we go through it's still less than what we deserve and if Christ was willing to go through all of that for us I mean are we really gonna complain about the things that we go through here is COVID-19, really the worst thing to ever happen is 2020, really that bad. Like, God wanted to let us know that this opposition, this this trial, more than anything, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to seek Him. It's op- It's an opportunity to, again, grow in willingness. Willingness to be a servant. Uh, something Dale always says is, you'll know you're a servant when you're treated like one. I think... Um, We've been so privy to such a cush life. Uh, And God has blessed us such, just so much. And we forget that, you know, God promises fiery trials, but he also promises that it'll be there. He also promises that he'll guide us through every step.
0: Yeah. I agree. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, we are here at our destination. Um, I don't know if I we didn't explain that earlier, but we're doing a shoot for the women's. I uh, actually we probably told you guys a million times, but here's one more time. Uh, but we're here. We'll probably uh, continue this on later. Six-hour break. Six break. I don't even know, honestly. Hopefully, these audio recordings are
1: even recording in each phone. I bet Adrian's still going. Um,
0: He's going
3: to start uh, talking to Donald
1: <laughs> If you hear any cuss words, we apologize.
3: <laughs>
0: Not editing, no. Nope. Um, all right, so we'll see you guys in a bit. Look, this is what I'm going to do. You have to
1: recover it. Gabe, <laughs> it's also Gabe. <laughs>
0: wait clap.